Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Lawn bowling is more than just a game. There's no talking on the green. Gee, you're annoyed that you see when you two prizes. And nothing this soft. It's sticking right up and right up. Welcome to Without Bias. Brought to you by Apia. Proudly supporting Bowls Australia. Apia. Dedicated specialists ready to help. Call 13 50 50. Apia. Get set. Go. Local legends wanted. A bowls green is just up the road. Search bowls clubs near me. Uh, wonderful to have your company on with our bias, our dedicated lawn bowl show, part of the sporting capital on SEN. Big show today. We'll do another masterclass, all thanks to Apia with Barry Lester. But first, let's go to our national assistant coach and Jackaroo's legend, Karen Murphy's been good enough to jump on the show again. Hello to you, Karen. Yeah, hi Sam, how are you doing? Very well, thanks. Hey, you're joining us on a pretty special week, full launch of your KM56 clothing range. Now, how long has this been in the pipeline? Yeah, look, it's been probably in the pipeline for over 12 months now. We've been working really hard on it for for quite a while in partnership with Bowls Australia. So it's uh, nice to see it come to fruition uh, in the very near future. So how did this all come about? What was the reasoning behind the development of the range? Yeah, I guess ladies probably bowls wear has been a bit of a frustration of mine. I mean, I I sort of started the game wearing long white skirts and big white hats and stockings. So, you know, proud of where the game's come since then. But uh, I felt that there was still a real lack of um, of ladies bowls apparel on the market. And I was just after something new and refreshing, something sporty looking, and um, just to bring a bit of a, a new image to the game and a bit of a game changer, I suppose. So uh, how hopeful are you that this is something that's going to actually resonate and uh, capture the hearts and minds of, uh, of women bowlers, but also maybe bring others into the sport that that might have been uh, a hurdle for in the past? Yeah, probably more so the latter, I think, too. You know, uh, I really think, like, the, the ladies' bowls apparel has been a, uh, one of the contributing factors, I suppose, to being a barrier for young girls getting into the sport. So uh, the idea behind my range was... To, to wear something to bowls and to plan it all day and then to pop down to Woolies and go and do the shopping and, like, people wouldn't know that you've actually been playing bowls. You know, you're wearing something that is you know, multifunctional. You could wear it on the plane or, you know, wear it casually perhaps as well. So, um, yeah, hoping to really encourage some younger younger girls into the game and uh, and also, you know, to freshen up the, the apparel range that is already out there. So what what's the major issue that you wanted to address with, with the apparel? Yeah, I just think something um, on trend, um, something nice and fresh and with a few different colours instead of generic your generic navies and, and blacks and, and things like that. So uh, the colours that sort of inspired me were things like from spring, like a, a spring sort of collection of like turquoises and um, different nice fresh colours, coral and, and that sort of thing that we just haven't seen out on the bowling green before. Uh, where can we find it? Yeah, so you'll be able to uh, purchase it through the Bowls Australia shop um, and also through some retailers that are that will stock it in the very near future. Uh, it's really exciting and, and a fantastic initiative. So you're in New South Wales, uh, and, and by the way, good luck with it. We hope that it, it is something that people do latch onto and, uh, and, and do sort of get behind and are sort of... 
I suppose inspired maybe not the right word, and you don't want to be uh, too, uh, I suppose, trite. But but certainly you want it to. Hopefully, we see it as something that really does um, land as exactly how you'd like. So we wishing you all the best with it, Karen. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's just, it's good to be innovative, isn't it? Too, and and keep moving the game along. You know, we see the shortened formats of the game, which is a short and sharp sort of format which get people into the game but we need to keep being innovative as well I think and clothing is one of those areas where I think we could do that. You live in New South Wales uh, how long how sorry how have you been going in, in lockdown uh, personally and in, in the role as well? Yeah look I think you know I'm in the Shell Harbour LGA so we had been in Greater Sydney um, region I suppose until only just last week so we had two months of Solid lockdown. I think we're into week nine, nearly 10 now. So, um, yeah, look, I'm a glass half full sort of girl. I think we could be in a lot worse countries in lockdown. Um, you know, it's easy to get caught into, you know, feeling sorry for yourself and things like that. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm all about doing things that make you feel good and, you know, are really, really healthy. I've been trying to exercise. I, I, it's funny, like I'm, I'm in my role as the national assistant coach with BA now really enjoying it. And um, not used to sitting down all day, so um, trying to get up, move, stretch a bit, get on the treadmill and just try to eat really healthily to, um, yeah, to stay nice and sane during these challenging times and, and just a shout out to everyone who, you know, who uh, who is in lockdown. There's a lot of us at the moment, but, um, you know, hopefully things will turn around the corner very soon. We're speaking to Karen Murphy, the National Assistant Coach and, uh, and Jackaroo's legend. Uh, so, Karen, you're in a, a very new role. What have been the major challenges uh, given that we've had limited events and the inability to travel? Well, I think as a coach, you know, like uh, Gary and, and my biggest challenge has been trying to keep our, our players motivated. You know, that, that's the hardest thing. You know, we've We've got some players that, that live alone, um, you know, and then that's tough during lockdown if you're in the middle of Sydney. Um, also, lack of events, as you as you already previously had said. So um, trying to keep them motivated, keep them upbeat, um, trying to help them set goals. And, and um, you know, if we can't get on the green or we can't prepare for, say, a, a Commonwealth Games trial for Birmingham, then let's do the one percenters that we can control. So it's all about sort of controlling your nutrition, fitness, your mindset, and as I said before, doing things that make you feel good. Uh, couldn't agree more. Um, how do you begin the virtual preparations for the Com Games in Birmingham next year? Yeah, we've well, certainly already started that. So um, yeah, lots of Zoom meetings. Um, you know, we, we've uh, been bringing in guest speakers. We've been um, rolling out a lot of our uh, behind-the-scenes sort of back-of-office big documents to the to the players. Um, re- our reactivation camp, unfortunately, for all our players has been uh, postponed twice now. So um, I, I guess it's a matter, Sam, of just um, planning for the events that, you know, that are planned as such, uh, like the Olympians did. You know, they, they hung in there for five years Um so, you know, I think we've got 12 months to go for, for Commonwealth Games. So just planning is they're going to go ahead and not sort of sitting on your hands and waiting waiting until you get the word uh, until the, the event's going to be on. So, um, you know, virtual preparations are better than you know, no preparation, I suppose, because we, we never used to have the, the luxury of Zoom and, and all these uh, platforms that keep us connected. Uh, and how proficient are you now getting uh, not just meetings, but I suppose trying to find uh, the all the different ways in which you can use Zoom and Teams in order to, to catch up and stay connected? Yeah, yeah, getting getting reasonably good at it, I suppose, have to be. Um, but, uh, yeah, I probably, probably prefer Zoom over Teams. I, I find that a little bit easier to use. But, um, 
you know, just just on that, you know, like our, our coach, um, one of our advisory coaches in, in the UK, Andy Thompson, Andy's doing some masterclasses for our Jackaroos uh, coming up over the next few weeks on the Leamington Greens for in preparation for Commonwealth Games. So we're really lucky to, to have someone like Andy and also his knowledge and also the platform of being able to, to share that and share video and, and like a masterclass type of situation on Zoom. And have you picked up any lockdown hobbies that you didn't previously engage in, but now you can't get enough of? <laughs> well, there's been lots of uh, Netflix and mm. um, you know Prime, Prime Amazon and different shows. So I'm, I'm thankful for those for those sort of channels that we can watch different shows and things on. But um, yeah, not really, not really. I just it's just a bit out of the norm for me to be, sort of sit down and work all day. So um, you know, like I'm an active sort of person, sort of answer my pants sort of girl who doesn't like sort of sitting down too much so I've just got to try and I think routine's really key in in lockdown you know just getting up at a certain time exercising straight away eating well you know getting a good sleep and um, as I said doing the things that make you make you feel good and that you enjoy so um, yeah hopefully everyone sort of tried those things and and I love I love a good cook up then so I like uh, getting in the kitchen and making some new meals what's what's what have been your go-to's what have you added to the repertoire well, since the, the weather's been getting a little bit better, I've sort of been dabbling in making some, some different salads and, you know, some nice roasted veggies and salads and uh, uh, been p- putting like a pork neck and things like that and slow cooking it. Um, did that on the barbie as well. So just trying a, a few different things, which we normally wouldn't do. Hey, Karen, always great to catch up with you. Just give us the dates and locations for, of when people can get the new clothing range KMK6, uh, sorry, KM56 and where they can get it from. Yeah, so we're just doing the soft launch uh, this week and over the next couple of weeks. So um, keep an eye out on the Bowls Australia website for um, some advertising and around the gear. And, yeah, it'll be uh, rolled out over the next few weeks. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. We'll catch up with you soon and can't wait to see uh, the success of the clothing range as well. It's a fantastic initiative and I think uh, it'll be warmly greeted uh, and, uh, and bought into. Thanks very much for having me on the show and, yeah, big shout-out to everyone at home. Karen Murphy, uh, assistant coach of the Jackaroos and former Jackaroos legend herself. You are listening to Without Bias. We do it all for Bowls Australia. Local legends wanted a Bowls Green is just up the road. Search Bowls Clubs near me and for Apia. Dedicated specials ready to help. Call 135050, get set, go, and get set, go for another Barry Lester Masterclass. All thanks to Apia. We'll do that next on Without Bias. From the wide outdoors to the great indoors, this is Without Bias. Brought to you by Apia, proudly supporting Bowls Australia. Local legends wanted. A Bowls Green is just up the road. Search Bowls Clubs near me. Uh, it's been a must-listen-to feature of Without Bias. Welcome back to it, by the way. We do it all for Bowls Australia. Uh, search Bowls Greens near me. Local legends wanted. A Bowls Green is just up the road. Search Bowls Clubs near me. And for Apia, proudly supporting Bowls Australia. It's been a must-listen-to uh, feature of Without Bias. For the last few weeks now, Barry Lester started doing masterclasses, all thanks to Apia, during the Australian Open. Uh, and we've decided to keep those going as he uh, continues to talk to us about the programs that help get people involved in Lawn Bowls. Uh, Barry, hello to you, mate. Great to hear from you again. And I know you'd be up and about, given the D's to finish top of the AFL ladder. <laughs> I sure am, Sam. Yeah, uh, it was a 57 years since um, yeah we, we finished as the minor, minor premiers. But we uh, hopefully got a couple of wins to go until we've um, won the premiership, mate. But long way to go. Have very happy Melbourne supporter. 
All right, so let's talk about uh, the programs that uh, you wanted to highlight today as ways to get people involved in the wonderful sport of lawn bowls. Yeah, well, I was very fortunate enough to work at Bowls Australia for seven years, uh, back in around about 2010 and onwards, and my uh, my role was community development and working closely with Tony Sherwell, who was um, the Bowls development manager at the time. We, we would get a lot of... In- uh, requests from clubs all around Australia asking us for ways and initiatives to really bring the external traffic uh, and, and people from the community into the club for a game of bowls and to try and have them come back in some form of program. And, and we developed Jack Attack. And Jack Attack is, um, you know, played all around Australia. It's a short, sharp format where it's not the traditional style. You'll only play pretty much 10 ends, which is only about an hour, an hour and a half. And you can get down to your local club and give it a go uh, for a registered club and play after work with a few of your workmates or you might want to get a family together or anything. And and you just play against other teams within the community, usually over about a six-week period. And and that's just exactly what the bowls uh, clubs want to see is if people get out and give it a go, nothing too serious. And Jack Attack was designed for that, for those people maybe a little bit time poor that can't give up their weekends and it was a great initiative, and it's now flourishing all around Australia. What have people found so appealing about Jack Attack, Baz? I think the fact that it's really relaxed. You know, it's um, not sort of driven towards many rules. Um, you know, uniform's not a huge factor. If you want to go barefoot, you can obviously do that. Um, I think they like the fact that the Bowls Club generally does provide a cheaper option for uh, if you like a beverage. Um, and just the fact that you can hang out with your friends um, in an environment maybe outside of work and meet new people. That's definitely an inclusive event as well. So you'll uh, probably after a six or seven week period of going down to your bolo one one night a week uh, playing in Jack Attack, you'll no doubt make new friends and uh, and start networking from there. So it's really aimed at just that really community sense. And some clubs run it a couple of nights a week if they've got big enough numbers and clubs, uh, if, if they've got the lights, they can play it under the lights. But yeah, it really does um, really does cater for that person that likes to get out and, and mingle. What about Junior Jack Attack? Uh, they've also implemented that program. And uh, how important is this in regards to attracting the next generation of bowlers? Yeah, well, that's that's what we what we want to do. We want to try and make it inclusive for everyone. And the sport's done so many uh, great things in that area. Sam and, and the rookie rollers it, it's a great uh, great event in terms of where you can take it so you can take it to a school I was fortunate for years working with Bowls Australia you'd take a, a, a kit bag out to schools and you know you're talking um, 32 lightweight rubber bowls made out of rubber and you just roll them on the carpet inside the classroom you can go on the basketball courts concrete outside and you can take the game to the, to the kids in the schools and um, you know, it comes with a target mat and 50 cones and a few other things. And it's a really good mobile bag. So we encourage the schools to, to purchase that rookie roller bag. And it comes with game cards. And basically, once you know the basics, yeah, kids can pick up a, a bag and go for it in their lunch breaks and or, uh, you know, during any curriculum activities. And, and that's where bowls going to the kids um, instead of the kids having to come to the club, especially if the weather's against you, is, is one of those initiatives where, um, having that um, ability for it to be mobile, the game, is, is a big winner. And um, that was a huge rollout a few years back, and it's been a huge success. Uh, what are some of the 
tips that you gave in the masterclass to parents in terms of helping their kids get into the sport and developing their skill set? Oh, I was very lucky when I took it up. I remember at 13, 14 years of age, um, definitely, you know, I think one of the really good things you, you get to learn with inside a bowls club or taking up the sport of bowls is you you really do sort of start to become pretty well educated on some of the life lessons and, and travels and journeys some of these members have been on. You might sit down to someone that was, uh, you know, heavily involved in a certain business, uh, might be able to provide a young junior with some leadership skills, um, and, and that's something the sport itself, the bowls, does help provide when you go out and play something like bowls in a team in a team event. Um, so really just trying to help some of the young kids that, um, you know, are maybe struggling with a little bit of confidence. They're getting out and playing in a game like bowls. If you're a skipper, uh, you have to direct your teammates what to do, and that provides a level of leadership. So I was fortunate to, to have uh, a few kids over the years help them with that, maybe come out of their shell a little bit. And the parents, when they're playing with their kids in a game like Jack Attack after school or after work, they can uh, they can play with them alongside them and other members and, and learn some of those just basic life lessons. Now, Rookie Rollers, Baz, is another program that can bring children into bowls. Tell us about Rookie Rollers. Yeah, well, I think the, the best thing about Rookie Rollers is um, over the years, there's been many uh, kids come to the, the down to the bowls club. And, and I'll be a little bit honest here, Sam. Probably trying to get out of school, you know. Oh, we'll go down the bowls club for uh, for an hour, and uh, the teachers, uh, you know, put your name down and yeah, get out of school. And whereas this way, you don't have to leave. Uh, don't have to leave the schoolyard. And um, there's uh, now bowls clubs uh, going to the schools, and then um, with the with the option for some of these school teachers to be coached, uh, either do an introductory coaching lesson. Um, if we show them the basics, some of these school teachers, then they can coach the sport or teach the sport of bowls within the school. And then from there, we ideally want them to, once they get their uh, teeth stuck into it, they can maybe have a tournament against the school in their in their neighbouring area. And all of a sudden, you might have a half a dozen schools uh, over a three or four month basis starting to play a school's challenge. It all started from rookie rollers, just having a game within the schoolyard. Then all of a sudden they're, they're playing a proper match down at the bowls club against other schools and might be playing for a trophy or a cup and, and having bragging rights. Who's the best uh, lawn bowling school. And what are some of the best school challenges for the next generation? Yeah, well, I, I think uh, one of the best ones I've seen over the years is the, is the school pennant. Um, you know, we uh, back in, in Victoria a few years ago, used to be on a Saturday morning and the kids, I used to love seeing it. They'd love playing week-to-week bowls uh, against these uh, within themselves, against themselves within the school. And then on a Saturday morning, they'd go out and play against other schools for maybe over four or six weeks. And then they'd be the uh, the winter winter pennant champion or the the, the pennant champion of that particular um, zone or area they live in across Melbourne or Sydney or Queensland or any other state. So, yeah, it was a it was a good one to see that they would walk away with a trophy or a shield and. Um, you know, it was an actual lawn bowls event and, and they would then take it up. They'd join their local club and go on with it. So I encourage some of these schools to give bowls a go and why not uh, have a competition against other schools? <clears throat> now, uh, Baz, parabols, such an important part of the sport and also allows anyone to be part of it, which is just phenomenal. Uh, Paralympics about to start uh, tonight, the opening ceremony uh, and the bowls will begin this week. Talk to us about the parabols program and the success that it's had. Yeah, well, one of the biggest stories, Sam, would be Ken Polson. He, uh, you know, sorry, he, he, he comes out of, um, sorry, Kenny Hanson, he comes out of Colac. 
He's, uh, he's a Commonwealth Games gold medalist now. Ken Hansen, four or five years ago, um, you know, Ken's been without uh, an arm pretty much all of his life. He's playing a bowls, bowls event up here on the Gold Coast. And someone said to him, Ken, have you ever thought about playing in the, in the uh, bowl, Australian Bowls or trying out the Australian Bowls parasite? And he said, no, I'm only just missing an arm. And, and once you get classified, you do a classification for your disability. If you meet the classification, you're given a number and then you can be eligible or try out for a state side or an Australian side. So there's many people out there around Australia that are probably have some form of disability or enablement. And then from there, it might be, you know, missing something or have a form of, um, yeah, like I said, disability. They can go out and get classified, take up the sport of bowls. And from there, they might be playing in the Paracommonwealth Games alongside someone like Ken Hansen. And Ken didn't even think about it. And then all of a sudden, a couple of years later, he's, he's winning a gold medal at the Commonwealth Games all because he was just missing an arm, but never thought to, to try and get classified. So we love the fact um, and when I say we, the Australian Jackaroos, that at the Commonwealth Games level and various other events, we get to share in the experiences with either the blind bowlers, the para bowlers, or any other bowlers that are having uh, suffered from any form of disability. And we get to see them triumph through their hardships over the years and, and get out there and play in the green and gold. And my good mate Josh Thornton and I won the Australian Open pairs together in the 2007 Australian Open, 17 Australian Open. And, and Josh and I... You know, Josh went out and won it, and one of the hardest able-bodied competitions in the world, missing you know a couple of fingers on one hand, and um, and that was really the for me a, a really great advertisement for anyone out there or anyone knows of anyone who might be you know suffering from s- certain injury or or disability. You get out and give bowls a go, and you never know you could be playing representative bowls down the track in any time soon. Baz, a brilliant story, uh, wonderful and inspiring. Um, message to leave us with uh, and and that's just yeah that, that's fantastic and, and greatly appreciate you sharing the story of Ken with us uh, and that's another fantastic Barry Lester masterclass all thanks to Apia mate great spot to leave it inspiring spot to leave it uh, enjoy the Parabowls at the Paralympics over the next couple of weeks and we'll speak to you again next week thanks Sam go deep Absolutely. Uh, there he goes, Barry Lester uh, all thanks to Apia now right at home uh, bowler of the week uh, this week for Right at Home, which is uh, Right at Home Aged Care at Home. Right at Home Aged Care at Home, Australia's leading provider of home care and disability support. Uh, this week's Right at Home Bowler of the Week is former Australian bowler Kelly Ray, who's doing some great things in the mental health space. And you need to go and check that out. And it's timely given uh, what some people are experiencing at the moment. So if that's ringing a bell for you, go and visit her website, Ray to Go. That's W R A Y to Go at bowlscoaching.com.au. So very deserving is Kelly Ray of our Right at Home Bowler of of the week for Ride at Home for the best quality and disability support, aged and nursing care at home. Head to Ride at Home. That's it for us for another week of Without Bias. Big thanks to both our guests, Karen Murphy and Barry Lester, sen.com.au for the Without Bias Bowls page. We do it all for Bowls Australia and for Apia. We'll speak to you next week. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91